0: MSW Media. It. Yeah. A big shout out today to Helix Sleep. Take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match it to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Helix Q- kullan- 20 you your you yeah. <filters>. is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners. Go to slash dailybeans and use code HelixPartner20. Hello, and welcome to The Daily Beans for Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Today, Ron DeSantis has dropped out of the race as New Hampshire gets ready to go to the polls. The D.C. Bar Authority has filed charges against Trump 2020 election lawyers. Newspapers were stolen in Colorado after reporting a rape allegation. Wayne LaPierre's lawyers contend that his brain is shrinking and he cannot testify for too long in his trial in New York. And the Capitol Police have investigated more than 8,000 threats against lawmakers last year. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, Dana. Happy Monday to you. How was your birthday? It was wonderful. I want to thank everyone across social media and, of course, in the Leguminati for sending all the amazing birthday wishes.
1: I'm proud to say that I'm 50 years old. I'm not one of those
2: gals who's afraid to tell her real age. And I like to kick,
0: stretch, and kick. I'm 50. I didn't know this, Dana, but our producers set up a separate P.O. box to receive birthday cards and they delivered a ton of them today to me. Oh, that is very sweet. Yeah. So I'm going to open those up and and read them on the very next patron happy hour that we have, um, the very next Zoom call that we have, which I think is this Friday. I'll, I'll definitely confirm that for you by tomorrow's beans. And uh, New Hampshire primary... Is happening tomorrow and uh, never back down. Ron DeSantis has backed down. Oh, and he kissed the ring on the way out. My goodness. Now I note to future candidates, don't call your super PAC never back down. Just don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So he's endorsing Donald Trump. Uh, Biden is not on the ballot for the Democrats, um, but there's a robust right in Biden campaign going on right in Biden. OK, very cute. He's not on the ballot because of a change to the DNC rules that lets South Carolina go first instead of Iowa and New Hampshire, because South Carolina is a far more diverse state, represents the country better. Uh, and that's according to the DNC. Because the New Hampshire primary is non-compliant with the new DNC rules, the National Party deemed the contest meaningless. The winner next Tuesday will be in name only, walking away with no delegates to the convention in August. And I know Dean Phillips is on the ballot. And wouldn't it be funny if Biden got more write-in votes than (laughs) Dean Phillips? Oh, that would be tough. (laughs) Youch! We'll see what ends up happening. Um, How do you think it's going to shake out for the Republicans? I'm assuming most of DeSantis' votes are going to go for Trump, but I'm not sure.
2: I don't know. We'll see. But I tell you what's about to happen. We're about to see Trump get even more misogynistic than he normally is now that DeSantis is out and Nikki Haley is his main competitor. And racist, too, right? Racist. Oh, yeah. He's already doing that with her name. And it's just I find the irony of Nikki Haley getting quoted as saying, we're not a racist country. We've never been a racist country running against a racist.
0: So there's that. Yeah. And and of course, in the past, Nikki Haley has made several statements and penned multiple op-eds about the racism that her and her family faced in this country. Um, so, OK. Uh, and she also has said today she is 100 percent pro-life um, and will support a national abortion ban. I'm not sure if there'll be any debates between her and Trump because uh, Trump just doesn't debate. Doubtful.
2: Mhm. Although he would take the opportunity to stand and stalk a woman on stage, she'll be really interesting if he does not debate Nikki Haley.
0: Yeah, and he's he's his um mental faculties i i think oh, are goodness. deteriorating on a pretty exponential rate. Um, we saw some rallies this weekend where he referred to Nancy Pelosi as Nikki Haley multiple times, and it wasn't like just in passing. He was like Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, repeated it three times, uh, which means you summon some sort of a demon probably. And then uh, said she did. She was in charge of uh, security at the Capitol on January sixth, and then repeated Nikki Haley. She was, you know, we we wanted ten thousand National Guard troops, and and Nikki Haley said no. Um, and the thing is, first of all, the right wing is saying that because we're t- telling everyone that uh, you mean Nancy Pelosi, that we are admitting that Nancy Pelosi was in charge of security that day. She was not. The only people authorized to send out the National Guard were the president, secretary of the army, according to a memo that Chris Miller sent out just days before the attack on the Capitol. We all know this. We all saw it with our own eyes and we and we know. And now Trump is claiming in several court filings with Jack Smith, Dana, that, uh, well, I did in several meetings send want to send out 10,000 National Guard troops. But of course, there's no evidence of that because th- uh, the I guess the deep state destroyed it. It's bizarre. That's what you'd want to do is spew
2: conspiracy theories in front of Jack Smith.
0: Mm, yeah. And that's a lot of what his filings are. I want all the missing January 6th documents that were deleted by the January 6th committee. Two judges have now said it doesn't exist. Uh, I want every single person in the entire government that said that I was awesome. I need those statements uh, in discovery. It's the most disturbing and ridiculous motion to compel evidence that I've ever seen. He's filed them in D.C. and Florida. And if you listen to this week's Jack episode, which is out now, you can hear Andy McCabe and I talk about that. So just all kinds of weird stuff going on. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Trump will win New Hampshire, mm-hmm. um, and we'll just see by how much. Uh, it's just him and Nikki Haley now. Uh, but yeah. you're right; he's going to continue with the misogyny and racism. Oh, it's going to get ugly, uglier, if you will. Yeah, exactly. All right, everybody, we have a lot of news to get to today. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. First up from the New York Times, a Colorado man was cited after more than 200 newspapers were stolen from distribution boxes, stopping people from buying the Ore County Plain Dealer the day it published a front page story about an investigation into sexual assault at the home of the Ore City police chief. And I hope I'm pronouncing Ore City correctly. Uh, the, The plane dealer said in a note to readers on Thursday, that all of the newspaper's boxes in the city of Ore and all but one in the town of Ridgeway had been emptied after the weekly newspaper's latest edition had been distributed. Whoever did this does not understand that stealing newspapers doesn't stop a story. That's what the note said. The plane dealer has been operating since 1877 Wow! and reports on news in mountainous Ore County, which is about 165 miles southwest of Colorado Springs, and has just about 5,000 residents. The newspaper, which sells for a dollar, said on Thursday that someone had taken all the newspapers from inside dozens of distribution boxes. Quote, from what we know so far, it seems the person put in four quarters and then took all the papers. And that's what the newspaper said. It's pretty clear that someone didn't want the community to read the news this week, unquote. The Stolen Edition featured a front-page story about the arrest of three people after a 17-year-old girl said she was raped at least three times by two different people at the home of the Ori police chief in May of last year. The police chief and others were at the home and asleep during the assaults, the newspaper reported. The chief, Jeff Wood, did not immediately respond to requests for comment this past Sunday. The uh, The three people arrested were 17, 18, and 19 at the time of the assaults, and one of them, is the police chief's stepson. Now, the article did not name the accuser, who is now 18, but it included her description of what happened that night based on information in an arrest affidavit. New County Sheriff's Office, in a statement Friday, said that the suspect in the newspaper theft was not a member or relative of local law enforcement and is not associated with the defendants in the recent reported sexual assault. Mm Mm-hmm. The report, the reported sexual assaults are being investigated by the Colorado Bureau of Investigation, the CBI, quote, to remove any perception of bias and to be above reproach. That's what the sheriff's office said. The city of Ore said in a statement on Thursday that its police department had not been involved with the investigation of the sexual assaults and that no personnel investigations were being conducted at the department. The sheriff's office did not name the newspaper theft suspect in its statement, but the Plain Dealer said the office had cited Paul Choate. 41 years old, on suspicion of petty theft. Mr. Choate, a local restaurant owner, returned the stolen newspapers to the plane dealer office Thursday night with an apology. He admitted he'd stolen the papers because of the front page story. That's what the plane deer said, and Mr. Choate could not be reached for comment. The plane dealer is not disclosing Choate's relationship to the sexual assault case. The newspaper said the theft was not connected in any way to the three defendants in the case, their families of the Ori Police Department, hmm. etc. So the plane dealer said it reprinted 250 copies before Mr. Choate returned the newspapers. After the plane dealer announced the theft, it received more than $2,000 in donations. So very wow. cool.
2: Very cool indeed. Thank you, A.G. All right. This one's from Zoe Richards at NBC. Well, the U.S. Capitol Police investigated 8,000, over 8,000 threats Against members of Congress last year, it's according to case numbers released Thursday. Last year's tally marked an increase from a figure released for 2022, but it's below the 9,625 cases the agency investigated in 2021 when the January 6th riot occurred. Figures in recent years have remained largely elevated when contrasted with the 5,206 cases Capitol Police investigated just five years ago in 2018. It's a massive rise. In Thursday's release, Capitol Police said that, quote, a wide range of threats and concerning statements has been directed at lawmakers from both political parties through various modes of communication, including phone, social media, email, and others. With the upcoming campaign season, the department's expecting 2024 to be, quote, a very busy year for our special agents. USCP Assistant Chief of Protective and Intelligence Operations, Ashan M. Benedict, that's what he said in a statement, quote, our team is dedicated to putting all of our resources into protecting the Congress while we continue to grow in order to keep up with our expanding mission. Again, that was from Benedict. In August last year, Capitol Police announced fresh efforts to shore up its recruitment of agents and investigators to protect members of Congress amid a wave of threats to lawmakers on Capitol Hill. A Nevada man was arrested and charged in October with leaving a series of anti-Semitic profanity lays voicemails at the office of Senator Jackie Rosen. We covered that. She's the Democrat in Nevada and a prominent Jewish voice in support of Israel after Hamas's attack there. That same month, Rep. Marionette Miller-Meeks, who's a Republican in Iowa, said she received death threats and threatening phone calls after she cast her vote in a round of balloting for House Speaker Early last year, a man was accused of attacking Democratic Rep. Angie Craig of Minnesota in a uh, Washington D.C. elevator. He was sentenced in November to 27 months in prison. So this is rampant. It goes both sides of the aisle, and I I still, it it, it still has been fed and um, allowed in in a way by you know the 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 rhetoric, the rhetoric from politicians that have been high up in our in our government. Specifically Donald Trump. um, Absolutely. Regardless of
0: which political party. So much more political violence because of him. Next up from Kyle Cheney at Politico, Washington, D.C. Bar investigators have filed disciplinary charges against three lawyers who aided Donald uh, and Sidney Powell in their campaign to mount discredited legal challenges to the 2020 election results. They lost all of those, by the way, except for one, which I think allowed... Uh, poll watchers to stand a little bit closer at the tables. I think that was mm. the one that they won. <laughs> now, filings made public Friday accused attorneys Julie Haller, Lawrence Joseph, and Brandon Johnson of making knowingly false representations to courts about a slew of lawsuits they filed in the weeks after the 2020 election. Joseph was mostly directly involved in a lawsuit brought by Rep. Louis Gohmert against Vice President Mike Pence, seeking to force Pence's hand as Trump was pressuring him to assert unprecedented authority to choose a winner of the election. The suit was dismissed by a federal district court judge and appeals court panel before stalling. At the Supreme Court on January 6th of 2021. And a lot of Trump's people did not want him to file that lawsuit because they were afraid that if he filed it, the courts would say that Trump or that Pence has no authority to throw out any votes and that that decision would happen before January 6th. And that's why Trump took Meadows aside and said, we can't let anyone know we lost. We can't let them know. Now, Holler, meanwhile, was instrumental in Powell's so-called Kraken lawsuits, the nickname she gave to the campaign of ultimately unsuccessful litigation aimed at undoing Biden's victories in swing states. After her stint with Powell, Haller represented a handful of January 6th defendants, including Kelly Meggs, Oathkeeper Kelly Meggs, who was ultimately convicted of seditious conspiracy before moving to America First Legal Foundation, the Trump-aligned outfit started by former White House advisor Stephen Miller, Satan, Satan himself, discount oh, yeah. Goebbels. Now, Johnson joined Holler in many of the Powell-related lawsuits and filings. New charges are the latest in a series of disciplinary proceedings filed across the country against attorneys who directly and indirectly aided Trump's bid to subvert the 2020 election. Trump campaign lawyer Jenna Ellis was admonished by Colorado authorities after she admitted to lying about election fraud in 2020, but says, I didn't admit to lying. Now, John Eastman, an architect of Trump's last-ditch bid to block Biden's electoral college when He was found culpable for violating professional ethics after a lengthy trial in California. He faces a final judgment in the next few weeks. Of course, Rudy was suspended from practicing law in New York and D.C. after proceedings that questioned his 2020 work on Trump's behalf in Pennsylvania. And we could get a decision on his disbarment any day. New charges against Haller, Johnson & Joseph will be heard by a committee of the D.C. Bar. And if they're found culpable, they could face sanctions ranging from reprimand to suspension and disbarment." Bar investigators say that Holler and Johnson filed egregiously false claims about election fraud, particularly related to the contention that foreign governments and oligarchs had manipulated Dominion voting machines. Their claims were considered and rejected by courts at nearly every level in Arizona, Washington, Michigan, just wherever they were, wherever they went. All over. The attorneys, quote, knew or should have known the lawsuits were frivolous. That's what the bar investigators said. They had no plausible factual basis for the claims they made and the relief they sought was unprecedented and beyond the authority of the courts to grant. In a separate set of charges against Joseph, bar investigators say that the conservative attorney lied to courts by saying groups of pro-Trump presidential electors had been duly qualified in a handful of swing states, even though Biden had prevailed. Quote, Joseph knew the claims about competing slates of electors in Arizona, as well as slates in other contested states, had no factual basis and was false. The state legislature in Arizona had not permitted, authorized, or endorsed the Republican slate of electors as competing or alternative electors for the state, unquote. Now, Holler and Johnson and Joseph did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Hmm. And Holler and Johnson have been subject to disciplinary, disciplinary proceedings in other states, including Michigan. We covered that on Clean Up on All 45 when that happened, where a federal appeals court upheld sanctions against Powell and all of her allies. Remember, they had to go back to school and learn how to file pleadings. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was great.
2: All right. Thank you, AG. Last in this one, we've got from Business Insider. Longtime NRA leader, Wayne LaPierre, well, it appears is too ill to commit to an all-day testimony in his ongoing corruption trial in New York. This is what his lawyers have said in a court document made public Friday. LaPierre will step down from the NRA's helm at the end of January due to chronic Lyme disease. This is what his defense said. In the new filing, the lawyer asked the trial judge for, quote, reasonable accommodation, allowing the nonprofit's leader flexibility in testifying. The fact that the NRA is a fucking nonprofit, by the way, makes my head explode. Yeah, LaPierre is expected to be called to witness stand be called to the witness stand by the New York State's attorney's office as early as next week. But he may be too, quote, fatigued to withstand full days of testimony and may need to break up time and on the witness stand and into multiple shorter days. That's what his lawyer's asking for. His symptoms include cognitive decline due to quote significant cerebral volume loss. This is what one doctor actually wrote this month, and that's according to a letter included in the filing written by his doctor, Sam Pappas. LaPierre has attended the trial daily so far. Now, on Tuesday, a column in his name was published on the NRA website. It warned of enormous peril facing America, a danger that comes not from warped efforts at gun control. Boy, quote, LaPierre's health has been slowly deteriorating these last few years. His internal medicine physician, that's what he said, of six years, Dr. Pappas, he wrote that in the letter included in the court filing, which was addressed to NRA President Charles Cotton on January 3rd, quote, in August 2022, he had worsening headaches and a CT head was done, which demonstrated significant cerebral volume loss and chronic small vessel uh, isch- isch- ischemic changes, excuse me. Again, that's all from his doctor. Now, LaPierre suffers from, quote, significant headaches and joint pain and has a family history of dementia, along with overall cognitive changes and deterioration. Quote, work stressors have complicated his health. That's, again, what the doctor added. And Carell, his uh, lawyer, said, for this reason, I would ask that consideration be made. For the length of time he is asked to sit on any given day, and depending on how he's feeling, the option of substituting other witnesses on a particular day if necessary until symptoms subside. Okay, symptoms subside. This guy sounds like he's losing his mind according to these two doctors, not making light of it. It's really hard to believe that these symptoms are suddenly going to subside and he can actually testify in court again. I guess Mm -hmm. it's possible. Both doctors recommended in their letters that LaPierre stop working. That would be nice as well. The general public I actually support that one. He will remain at the helm of the NRA. Sounds great, considering it sounds like he's having mental decline for another two weeks. That's according to a statement he released announcing his medical retirement.
0: Well, uh, couldn't couldn't happen to a, a nicer guy. Now, you know, of course, if if in fact all of these medical conditions are happening to him, we don't wish that on anybody uh, and I'm glad. I hope the court does provide reasonable accommodation if, if he does if he does need it. So
2: absolutely. Every every defendant has the right. So yep. uh, no matter who it is, no matter what we believe he's done in this world, I agree with you.
0: All right. Right on. Everybody stick around. We've got a lot of good news to get to. Send it into us at DailyBeansPod.com. Click on contact. We'll be right back with it. If you have sleep problems the way I used to have sleep problems, you need Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep crafts custom-made mattresses for you based on your personal sleep preferences. They do it for everybody. I used to struggle with falling asleep and staying asleep. I thought it was the orange man in the White House or all the stress from the news. But as it turns out, I was sleeping on a mattress designed for somebody else. But Helix designs my mattress for me. Just go to helixsleep.com dailybeans and take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. And you'll get 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows. When I took the Helix quiz, I found my ideal match in the Helix Midnight. I prefer a medium firm bed and I'm one of those side sleepers. So it was perfect for me. It fits my needs. And now I fall asleep faster than ever. I wake up refreshed, no aches and pains. I love my Helix mattress. It's easy to find out which mattress is the one you've been waiting for. The Helix Sleep Quiz takes just two minutes and your mattress will be shipped right to your door, free of charge. They have 20 different mattresses to choose from, fitting everyone from your little ones to the big and tall sleepers. This includes the award-winning Lux Collection and the newly released Helix Elite Collection, taking sleep to the next level. You also have a 100-night trial to make sure your mattress is the right one for you. Plus, there's a 10- to 15-year warranty, so you can trust it will be around for a long time. Mattress stores are unnecessary and inconvenient, so go take the quiz, order your perfect mattress and it'll be shipped right to your door without additional cost. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/dailybeans and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Good near. Good news, good news. And if you have good news, confessions, corrections, if you have what the mutt, what the hequine, opine on the bovine, what's the model of your oxalotl, cat me if you can, what the shell, I guess, is, or what the hell is in that shell? I guess turtles. Um, Any (laughs) animal at all you want to send to us. The locusts are coming, or the cicadas, excuse me, are coming back. Maybe there's two different kinds, I think, of cicadas that are coming back. Um, and they have a 17-year mating cycle, um, which is great for Matt Gates. So what <laughs> we're really interested in is guessing what kind of animals you want to send into us, anything at all. Uh, if you have a shout-out to a loved one, small business in your area, your small business, a self-shout-out. I really, really want to hear, and I know Dana wants to hear this too, we want to hear your student debt relief stories. A whole new round of student Absolutely. debt relief went out, and we want to hear how that's impacting or will impact your life, because that is incredible. Um, also, thesis titles, dissertation titles, frog orgies, baby pictures, whatever you want to send to us, do it at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. All right, first up from Anonymous, pronoun she and her. I'm an attorney that works in legal aid in Iowa. My student loans have been completely discharged. I am beyond ecstatic that this has happened. I am facing retirement, and due to the type of my student loans, I jumped at the waiver that the Biden administration offered last year. I love my work and consider it my calling. Thank you for allowing me to share this, as there is way too much negative information and not enough positive information being shared about the current administration. I agree. Yep. Thank you all on microphones and behind the scenes for making this podcast so great. All right. Um, I'm going to take the next one too, real quick, Dana, because that was pretty fine. Short. Go for from, it. Drew from Charlotte, pronouncing he and him. Hi, Beans Queens. I'm a relatively new listener and was recommended by a dear friend who lives in Tennessee. As people who are definitely not Republicans, living in the South can be a challenge Your daily news helps keep me sane and informed about the fuckery that continues to happen. I truly feel we will see accountability, and your show gives me hope. Thanks for keeping up the good fight. Here's a picture of my baby boy, Cato. He's 11 years old. Can you guess his breed? Oh, oh, no answers. We can't be wrong. Okay, then. In
2: that case, ridgeback, pitbull,
0: and Stafford.
2: Yeah, maybe.
0: Adorable. That's what he is. 100% adorable.
2: He's cute. All right. This is from Kalsang, pronouns she and her. Dear Beans Queens, with shout outs to Andy and Pete, you folks are my heroes. I found Jack last spring, who then led me back to the nest and the entire Muller family. I've been adopting each pod one by one. While your first is always special, within a week, I found I couldn't get... Through the morning without my fix of AG and DG. You brighten my day and just the right amount of snark and swearing. My very good news was the effortless forgiveness of my $24,000 in loans that I've been carrying for almost 20 plus years. I left school with less than one semester left to go in 1999. Life circumstances. Don't ask. I ran away with the circus, (laughs) um, opera (laughs) without a degree. I never made a good living and have always lived financially on the edge. Now I'm 60 and I have spent the last 15 years as a gig worker with a few lower wage quote, regular jobs, please kids stay in school. I thought I would never get out from under these loans, which have been hanging over my head like a guillotine. Then in September, I got an email. Your loans have been forgiven. I thought, surely they meant your loans are in a long line of other millions of people running the bureaucratic obstacle course. But no, they had already been erased. Presto, it was the happiest day I'd had in a long time now of course i've gone back to school to finish my degree and fingers crossed head to law school inspired entirely by ag dg andy pete and all the muller family this is fucking awesome this is my addition by the way my pet tax is romeo and luna i didn't name them whoever did captured their personalities perfectly romeo the white is a lover and as you can see is very good looking <laughs> Yep. For a long time, Luna was a bit aloof. Then I finally broke through with her. She's my emotional doppelganger. She's an HSC, which is a highly sensitive cat and just wants to cuddle with mom. They adopted me in 2009 when they were five years old and I was 55. It seemed like all the stars had aligned. I wandered into the shelter about 20 minutes before closing and told the guy at the desk that I was looking for a bonded pair. He said, quote, we only have one pair. And at that point, I think I might have said, great, wrap them up. <laughs> but they made me do the usual meet and greet and be sure they would approve of me. They did. We've been a happy little family ever since. Aww. This is so fantastic. And, and saying congratulations. I love that. It, what did you say? At 60, you're going back to get your law, like finish your law degree. This is fucking awesome. Good for you.
0: That's baller. Look at these sweet babies. Oh, oh,
2: oh, my goodness.
0: What a great, great submission. Thank you so much for that. All right. Next up, Banonymous, pronouns she and her. Hi, Allison and Dana. Happy birthday, Allison. Here's a picture of me dressed as Sally O'Malley from Halloween from the year I turned 50. <laughs> 50. Enjoy. Oh, so good. I like to kick and stretch and kick.
2: I'm 50. <laughs> I love it. Take the next one, 50-year-old. Thank
0: you. From Jimmy Nine Toes, pronouns he and him. How you, do, how you doing, Jimmy Nine Toes? Uh, Jimmy Nine Toes, talking to, to Taco Pants. All right, dear Beans Queens, I'm a longtime listener and love, 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 love your show. AG, I chuckle to myself every time you joke about frog orgies and I feel obligated to show you what a South Georgia frog orgy looks like. I, that that sounds like a very specific kind of frog, I would South agree. South Georgia frog orgy. I live on a creek where wildlife is more than abundant. When a flood floated our uh, swimming pool liner out a few summers back, it disrupted swimming. But not for everyone. We had a true frog orgy (laughs) when it had become a cement pond. And here are the results. These critters were so loud humans couldn't sit outside near dark eventually i hired some kids to return them to nature in order to get some peace and quiet sorry you don't have the audio to go with this picture but please accept this as my pet tax holy can you
2: imagine how fucking loud these <laughs> <laughs> There is a thousand frogs in this pool, in this abandoned pool. I love how you hired some youths to to take them out into the wild. Hey, kids, get these frogs off my damn lawn.
0: Man shakes fist at frogs.
2: (laughs) Get out of my fucking pool. That's awesome. Oh, so good. Thank you for that. All right. We've got Tiffany pronouns she and her. Hello, Beans Queens. I'm riding in with the self brag, but first, a message for AG. I also listened to Clean Up Now 45 and heard the name of the Pete Struck as a Whole Smoke Show. I wanted to assure you, dear AG, you are also a smoke show, and so is Dana. Thank you very much, Tiffany. Now, for the good news, I decided 2024 was going to be the year I stopped sitting around and waiting for the powers at B at work that I'm good at my job, and start telling them. So to that end, in my first post-holiday meeting with my manager, I told her I needed to be considered for a promotion. Yesterday, I got it. It's my first promotion ever, and it made me feel so good. So a message to the rest of the Leguminati, but especially the women, take up space, demand what you deserve and want, and let's fucking go. Mm. Tiffany, that's just the bomb. All right. Mm. Thank you always for everything you do for us. Love you both. Oh, wow. Yes. That's so fucking cool. Someone should make a shirt. Take up hey, space. Hey, women, take up space. Demand what, demand you, what deserve you deserve and want, and want, and let's fucking go. Oh, yeah.
0: Super great. Uh, oh, thank you so much. I'm inspired now. I want to go take something up that I haven't taken up. <laughs> that's so like space. good. I, Yeah, I definitely want to take up some more space. I did have a delicious blueberry muffin that was handmade for me by my friend this morning for my birthday. Lovely. So I bet that went straight to my hips, which might now take up more space. You know what? Uh, Stop it. It's uh, all guilt-free birthday food. Yep. Let's fucking go. Oh, we had such a great dinner. We went to a local Italian restaurant and I had Tagliatella Bolognese and... uh, Some very delicious tiramisu. It was so fantastic to sit with you know um, a bunch of close friends and just you know hang out. I don't get to do that much uh, ever. Like post COVID, I just don't go out that much anymore. You know. Yeah.
2: No, I do. I you know I'm a very social person, but I I still have a lot of PTSD. And also Mm -hmm. a lot of fear. I mean, I've gotten COVID twice, and if that thing gets me, I I can't work. You know, a lot of people can work from home still, and I can't. I'm a gig gig worker. So at least for now, at least for now.
0: Yeah, so everybody stay safe out there. Mask up if you're going to big public areas with lots of people and traveling because it's not just COVID season. It's flu season. It's RSV season. And, um, I mean, we saw the numbers for every sickness tank when we were all masked up. So we definitely should keep, keep doing that. I encourage it. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow. There's a new episode of Jack out right now. You're going to want to get caught up because I have a feeling any moment that DC circuit opinion is going to drop on whether or not Trump is a king. (laughs) Oh, good lord. <laughs>
2: oh, King George, he's so good in Hamilton.
0: Best part of that whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow. Until then. Oh, do you have any final thoughts, my friend? I just almost like left without even giving you a final thought. Oh, I'm.
2: you know what, just if you're in Florida, you're Bend, Oregon, Special Central Oregon, I've got comedy shows going there. So a week from today, when we're recording this on Sunday, I'll be at the Tampa Funny Bone uh, with two other fantastic comedians. It's a matinee at four o'clock. So if you haven't gotten tickets, some are still available. I know VIP is sold out. And then on March 8th, I'm going to be in Central Oregon, in Bend specifically. But if you're anywhere near there, get tickets. This is going to be a blast. And those are also on my website. And April 12th, come spend my birthday with me in Fort Lauderdale at the Sunshine Cathedral. And uh, I get to tell some new DeSantis jokes because, whoo, that little taint <laughs> dropped right out of the presidential race, didn't he?
0: You <laughs> right. the best tweet today. I'm sorry. You're going to have to carry it to term uh, even, if, even it if it threatens, threatens the life, life of the, of the party. party. <laughs>
2: Oh, God, you know, it's just this is just going to get so ugly. So please just get out and vote for Joe Biden and save our democracy. Someone yes, should please. make that shirt. Just
0: yes, please. please. Just please. Just please. Remember, and uh, I think even before the primary started in 2020, we just had those bumper stickers that said the Democrat 2020. Yeah. And we did it. And it was a good feeling. Let's recapture that feeling um, Let's do and it. Uh, do that by talking to everybody that you know. And uh, everybody will see you back in here tomorrow. Same bean time, same bean channel. Until then, please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, take care of the planet, take care of your mental health, take care of your family. Vote blue over Q.
2: And take everyone you know with you.
0: And write in Joe Biden if you're in New Hampshire for the primary. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans.